0: And welcome to my Xbox and Me, episode 363. I am one of your hosts, MC Fixer, alongside the one and only producer Matt P video. Matt, how are you?
1: I'm good, mate. I'm good. We're in a rhythm now. We're loving it. We got a routine. I expected you to come to me. It was great.
0: By routine, you mean we we're recording this on a Wednesday server so Tuesday, and I was literally oh, late, wait, by, wait, wait. late by 20 minutes. 20- You've not even been introduced. How about you? Calm yourself okay. down, please. I'll wait
1: sir. to be introduced. I think I was going to echo want- what Crash was going to say and say this is the new routine, so Wednesdays are fine. He's correct.
0: I'm the one only two for us, Crash. Crash, how are
2: you? I'm doing good. I just want everybody to know that I offered to host this week, and Fix turned me down right away. Yo, that is you know what? <laughs> the fact that I
0: can't even say that's not true <laughs> upsets me so much. So much. So full transparency, I asked Matt to host because I was eating my dinner, um, and Matt said no uh and then Cresh offered and we all know that would be an absolute train wreck so we just waited an extra five minutes and i finished my food
2: i don't blame you for this decision i just thought the people should know that i you're offered pu- to host
1: you're putting in faces matt why are you putting in faces we all know it was a hollow offer for me to host no i wouldn't let you host fair enough until he was done eating his food until i finished eating after I uh, tweeted about how I beat Elden Ring with my character named Little Fix, which I named on stream and you never found out about, I thought I would be fired from the podcast this week. So um, it's good to be back.
0: I'll be honest with you. I think I'm just happy that my good friend Frankie Ward lets her joke live on. Because she, she loves it. She absolutely loves the fact that people take the absolute living pee out of me. And um, it doesn't fill me with much love or joy or happiness. But if it does you, then I'm happy for you. I'm it happy does. for you. you know? It does. It does. As long as it brings you, it brings you the love out that of you his hands. Need. Now it's you know when the joke becomes so so just it's there. It's in the ether. It's in yeah. the world. You know? What am I meant to? Can't do let that? it bother you. Um, before we go any further, a little bit of news. Finally, I've been teasing it for a long time. <laughs> um, I can officially say on this very podcast, I have started a new job i have my first job in the industry um i am the official streamer for gtv and for those of you who don't know what that is um that is a company that is also owned by ubisoft so i technically work now for ubisoft i work out of their studio i have my own little studio room whole a whole room just for me and my streaming setup and um yeah it's weird it's weird. It's very, very strange. Um, I'm sure the number one question people have is, what does that mean for the podcast? Nothing changes. I just have to be very transparent and open about things when I've Any Ubisoft game that that is being spoken about, take what I say with a pinch of salt, to be honest with you. I think that's the best way to go about it. Um, don't trust the word I say if I like a game that's Ubisoft. Um, not in a negative way, but like you guys, if you this podcast has been going on now for four years I think it's been four or five well yeah three six three so 363 weeks never missed a week by the way we'll talk about that in a second um and you guys know I've been very transparent I've done work with 2k I'm transparent about that I'm now working with Ubisoft on a much uh bigger and lengthier contract um so yeah just take what I say with a pinch of salt whether I say I like a game you know just have that in the back of your mind that hey fixer you know does work for them and he does stream for them and blah, 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 blah. And I think we'll all have a good time and a happy time. I am ecstatic. Um, this is something that I've dreamed about for nearly a decade, working in the games industry, having an actual job in the games industry. Um, and yeah, this is the this is definitely the step, you know? This is definitely a step in the right direction. Um, it's fun. It was a really fun stream that I got to do for them um around roller Championship champions which we'll talk about um in in what's been in our box but it was it was a good time and it, it's nice it's nice to have other people that are businessy people go that was good wasn't it and i'll go was it
3: <laughs> Did I do
0: you okay <laughs> you know so yeah i'm, I'm happy um I'm, I'm thank you to everyone who's already said congratulations to me on Twitter or Instagram or Facebook or wherever. But yeah, just full transparency. I do work for GTV. They are owned by Ubisoft. And there you have it.
1: That is my big surprise. If people wanted to watch those streams, when and where? Um, oh, is so that I not, locked every, not locked in yet? That's not in i So it's every Tuesday and Thursday
0: over on right now on twitch.tv slash gtv underscore tweets but we will be moving soon to another channel i'm sure if you put two and two together you'll know what channel we're going to but as of right now yes we're on the gtv uh twitch channel so yeah
1: yeah it's great news. It's, a, it's very exciting. Yeah,
0: it's... Well, you you guys have known about it for a long time.
1: Um, <laughs> no, we haven't. Allegedly. First allegedly. time I've heard about
0: allegedly, it. Allegedly, allegedly, allegedly. <laughs> uh, you guys have known about it for a long time in terms of um, that I I was in talks with this and stuff like that. And yeah, it's that's why I've been very stressed as of lately as well. And... My timing is off on a lot of things. Not that and not only that, obviously GTA roleplay still stressing me the hell out. Um but yeah, there's just been a lot going on in my mind. There's been a lot of talks, there's been a lot of meetings, there's been a lot of other stuff that I've had to deal with, which I'm not used to. I'm not used to this whole new corporate world and this whole new having a boss. I've not had a boss in literally a decade, other than Haley. I've not had a boss say. in literally a decade. Like Come it's on. very strange. So yeah, it's uh, it's exciting times, but it's um all very new
1: speaking of stress and being busy welcome to the podcast that's a good question <laughs> that's a really good question
0: yeah yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, <laughs> so we recorded the podcast on tuesday yeah. last week
1: and the podcast yep. comes every out was on a every friday comes out friday, friday. you got several days every week right several days to hit a button yeah. basically file so <laughs> um i just got overwhelmed with other things mm. And
0: forgot, and then forgot, and forgot. And then Sunday, so Sunday I'm in studio, yeah? So I'm in studio with my, with my producer, Yellow Bear, AKK. We're chilling. Get a message from a big artist, from Roleplay. Oh, what are you up to, blah, blah, blah. Why don't you come to the studio? So I'm like, absolutely. Don't forget, got to upload the podcast, though. That is Sunday. Have to upload the podcast. Don't forget. How could you forget? I couldn't forget. I didn't forget. Didn't forget. Never forgot. So I'm in studio now. So I'm me, my, my boy K, we're in studio with this artist. We're chilling. And I'm talking every hour on the hour. I'm looking at the clock and I'm going, I've got to leave. I need to get home. I've got to leave. I didn't leave. I didn't leave North London. I don't live in North London. I live in South London. I didn't leave North London until gone 11 o'clock. I think it was, no, that's a lie. I think it was half past 10, quarter to 11. And I'm like, oh God. I ring Hayley and I go, don't go to bed. Whatever (laughs) you do, do not go to bed. And she's like, I'm about to go to bed. And I'm like, no, I need you to pick me up from the station. Otherwise I'm missing a week. Technically, Mm. I would have missed a week. And she's like, okay, I'll upload it for you. Can't, I've not edited it yet what she's upset it's, it's not good it's not looking good for me out here people okay we come back we get home i get home at eleven thirty-five. sit down plenty of time stacks sit down i haven't eaten i'm starving don't eat sit down go to edit the podcast matt has used the wrong microphone on our recording for the podcast but don't worry because we have a backup of the live stream, which you're watching right now, patreon.com slash mcfixer, go to rip that from YouTube.
1: Yeah.
0: Oh no. No, thank you, sir. That's not working. I've sat there for 15 minutes trying to do that. At this point, it is quarter two. Oh my god. I have to download uh, you know, like one of those like YouTube downloader things yeah, yeah, yeah. like you have I download to download that.
1: Pirate your own podcast.
0: I download that. <laughs> to pirate my own podcast to rip the audio from that to upload it to Podbean and then I just set the live stream that we did live instead for this week's video yeah I respect and, it I, saw and that. I, saw that. I didn't the pod the podbean didn't go up until 12:57 no 11:57 11. 57.
1: 11. 57. I was going to say 11:57 11:57 uh, I just,
2: just want to point out even if it passed 12 Technically, in America?
3: No.
2: Uh, you're saying no no. flex? Are you, are you standing by that No, I'm
0: not standing by it because if I miss okay. it, I'm going to go by. No. If, if I don't miss it, then that Is fine.
2: I want you to know that a few years ago, you've already done this where you uploaded based on American time.
0: Yeah, I pick and choose when it suits me.
1: I just want to put... Okay. <laughs> That's fair. I, I think no as, long as, as long as we have one listener in a time zone... No that suits. I think it counts.
0: No. Oh, okay. I see what you're saying. I thought you were saying as long as we have like one listener up before twelve of us. So. I was like, I don't give a crap if no one listens that no, week. No, 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 like, no. that's, that's not my what
1: I'm problem. <laughs> that's, not what I'm that's
0: what I'm saying. All, all I'm saying is it we just need has to be in a
2: time
1: region of a listener. Yeah, we we need somebody in like Australia or New Zealand or something where we have like even more of a buffer than the US.
0: Well, like a whole day. Yeah. Yeah.
1: That's a good point.
0: <laughs> no, it's not how this works. I'm. I'm. I'm not gonna lie. I was upset. Because I left the studio session and I was like, something special could have happened here if I just uploaded the podcast on time. Like a normal human being would, you know? Am I a normal human being? No. No. No, I'm not. And I I'm don't think any of us are. That. That's, that's true. We, you don't we, we, exist. Yeah, okay. I respect that. But if you didn't know... This is my Xbox and me, our <laughs> weekly Xbox podcast that you can get right here on patreon.com slash mcfixer early, or you can watch it live with a bunch of other goodies. Other than that, find us on all podcast services. Make sure you subscribe to the YouTube channel. It's a fun time. It's a fun time. You can watch some live streams with the one and only producer Matt P video, and, and maybe Crash will even be there in chat.
1: Exactly. Maybe. Crash, Crash was playing with me on Monday. Can I, can I be honest with you? On, I yeah. saw
0: you guys in there and I wasn't, I was getting ready to jump back into RP. Mm. And I was like, saw you in there. I was just going to jump in and go, What's that? I <laughs> you should, have. I was
1: should like, have.
0: Better not, better not. It's not, my, it's not my show. It's not my show, you mm-hmm. know?
1: You absolutely are welcome to jump in and chat shit anytime you want, fix.
0: Oh, thank you. I appreciate it. Let's Come shout on. out our Patreon producers this week, Erin Guard and FNH Paul. We appreciate you both. Thank you for keeping this show on the road. Uh, Top of the show this week. New FromSoft game in the final stages. A uh, new interview from FromSoft's uh, Hideki Miyaka, uh, Miyazaki. It. Thank you, Miyazaki. Um, what we got here is from uh, Nimble's uh, Twitter. It says, an unannounced project is in the final stages of development. Miyazaki intends to continue to focus on directing games and is already working on his next. Uh, I'm guessing that's ER will receive, which is... Drink. Thank you. I uh, will receive more updates. You guys are Miyazaki fanboys. So uh how's this
2: uh about that. how's
0: this uh how's this make you guys feel?
2: It's gonna be armored core, right?
1: It's gonna be armored core, that's what I was it's saying as well. Core. That's what I was thinking as well. these games now have such big scope, like it's it, there's no way in hell that this is even close to a souls game. It's armored core. It's armored core. Is that exciting? To be
2: fair, from from software is uh, expanding quite a bit as of late. Um, but yeah, so it's there's no other game. It would be. It's not gonna be a Bloodborne two. It's not gonna be another Demon Souls. It's not gonna be a Dark Souls. It's none of. It's gonna be Armored Core, and it's gonna be the most Souls like Armored Core ever in existence. What was that game? Surge. It's gonna be like Surge but Armored mm. Core. <laughs>
1: Are you excited for it at all crash? Have you played the other armored core games? Are you I've
2: in? I believe I've played an armored core. I don't remember actually playing an armored core. If that that's not a good sense.
0: sign. That's not a good sign.
2: No. It's not a great sign. No, not a great sign. So I can't say that I'm excited for it, right?
1: I've I've never but, played one and, and so I went back and had a look at a few trailers for things and I found an old FromSoft game called the Eternal Ring. And it's like a first-person Dark Souls game. I was like, I didn't even realize you guys made something like this. This is cool. Maybe it's Eternal Ring 2. I doubt it too. It's definitely Armored probably an Armored Core.
0: As I'm sure you both can imagine, this does absolutely nothing for me. I'll get excited during a reaction stream for you guys, but no.
2: I, I thought we were, all three of us, the biggest Miyazaki fans, the biggest Miyazaki no. fan podcast out there.
0: You guys. This is my Miyazaki and me. As I'm sure you're aware. <laughs> it's got a ring to it. <laughs> Miyazaki and me. <laughs> <laughs> got it. Got it, got it. I like that. Yeah, yeah. It's a new offshoot of the brand, you know? We're just, we're working on it. My Kojima and me. My Miyazaki and me. My Phil Spencer and me. My AC Bongos and me. <laughs> you know?
1: I love it. I love it.
0: New segment. New segment.
1: You <laughs> say
2: this week One on My, Miyazaki and me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
0: I, this does. This, we've got no information here, really. It's just, it's just. This came from an interview as well, right?
2: Yeah, it was a Japanese interview, so I, I can only go off what uh, Nibbles said. So I don't really, I don't read Japanese. Oh, I believe it was Japanese. You don't?
3: damn.
0: Yeah.
2: So Japanese.
0: God damn. It. There was Why some more stuff here? that
2: came out. <laughs> that said he wants to work uh what was the exact wording on it he wants to work on something that's more was it abstract or something like that i'm like souls games and games that miyazaki makes already go like pretty weird direction so i wonder what he means by that if it's like breaking the norm from those games something that could be conceived for like me and Ju is something more (laughs) normal but for him it's like this is a weird
1: concept for me (laughs) i like that idea that it goes so far the other way that it's just a pretty linear straightforward game yeah i like that exactly exactly the, the, uh, the exciting bit here for me is that the Elden Ring will receive more updates soon and, I, and we've always been expecting that some of the best parts of Bloodborne and other Souls games are the expansions that they end up putting out so I'm super excited for Elden Ring expansions and updates although I'm guessing they're at least a year off I would have thought at this point
2: we'll receive more updates and we'll receive expansions two different things is all i'm saying yeah those are very different things
1: 100 percent agree with you if we want to have another argument about what dlc versus expansion versus add-on versus update is we can do it but i agree with you okay it's very different and, okay i was about to say <laughs> but updates so far to elden ring have been relatively substantial like like yes they've been nerfing and buffing of certain things but they've added two quest lines like they've made yeah. relatively substantial stuff um and it's not just been bug fixes so i would have thought we will get an expansion like you say a lot of people i think agree that the old hunters dlc for bloodborne is probably the best part of that game and so um i'd be very surprised and shocked if there wasn't a significant expansion only because they will make a shitload of money off of it <laughs> like whatever it yeah. happens to be so
2: at all. I don't disagree with that. I do think we'll get an expansion for it at some point. I just wanted to clarify. It doesn't say expansion. It's fair. It says update. It's fair. Yeah.
1: It's also translated, so who knows what he said, to be fair. That's a very good point. I trust you know?
2: Nibble. Word yeah. for word translation.
0: Word for word. Nothing's wrong. Absolutely nothing, wrong. Wrong. nothing.
2: Nothing. You can't lose context when you translate languages. Mm-mm.
0: It's true. It's true. You're right. You're right. Uh, let's jump into what in our the box then, boys. Uh, Matt, we'll start with you. There's a lengthy list here, so hit me.
1: There's a lengthy list here indeed. I beat Hellblade Senua's Sacrifice in preparation Ooh. for the new game. And it's a pretty good game, isn't it? It's a pretty good game. That's all I'll say about it. I think, I think it has some really, really cool ideas. I think they're like the the gameplay segments of it are the things that let it down the most to be honest with you like the story is really interesting visually it's really interesting um and and it has a lot of really cool ideas but like the puzzle mechanics and the combat are very limited right like you reach the ceiling of that very quickly um and and those sections become quite unfun quite quickly and then it I... does this great thing at the end of the game where it's just like here have all of the enemies, just all of them. Hey, when games do
2: I just want to point out the puzzle stuff. Um, while you don't like it, was made to accurately represent schizophrenia, and that is a big thing of the game.
1: In what's um, maybe we're talking about different things then. I think, I think, like what I'm talking about is like you go up to a door, it has three runes on it. Now you need to go and Find those. Got it. Roots okay, in the okay, okay. 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 And it's just Never that mind. over. Never and over mind. Again. Never mind. Okay. Got you. <clears throat> they like, the, I got think you, the you. basically yeah, yeah, yeah. the way the game functions is like you have to go kill all these different gods, right? And they all have different yeah. themes to them. levels. Yeah. Eh. Old game. Old game's old.
0: Oh! I ain't played it.
1: Okay. Well, well
2: if you know, you... fix. You know what happened to Final Fantasy 7, the original? <laughs> that was too soon.
0: That's still that too, too, too soon. soon.
1: Have, that had You. That's too soon. <laughs> I respect it. Apologise. Sorry, careless. Um, what I would say is, is like, it's quite, um, like you say, like the, the the idea of exploring schizophrenia and mental illness in that way is is really cool. I think towards the end it gets a little bit too abstract for me, which is a weird thing to say when you're in hell killing gods and stuff. But but people who play the game maybe understand that. Uh, what it sets up for the second one though, I think, is super interesting based on what they've shown of the second one. Um, where there are other people running around you and and talking to each other and and Senua calls people by their name and stuff. These are like real, actual people that you're interacting with, seemingly. Um, Like, I think we were all slightly confused as to whether how much gameplay was in that gameplay thing that Jeff Keighley said was entirely gameplay. Who knows? But um, I'm very, very excited for potentially where that story looks like it's heading. Mm. Because
2: you haven't played it, right? No, but
0: uh, I have uh, I have obtained a new uh, item that is going to allow me to play more games on
3: the go. What did you obtain? Can't
1: talk about it. Oh, okay. Okay. Cool. Cool.
3: Cool. Cool. cool, cool, cool <laughs> yeah. More cool, cool, mystery. Cool,
2: cool, cool. Yeah. Um, I couldn't finish Hellblade when I played it. Way back, no. I remember. uh, I
0: remember back in the day when you guys started it. I liked what you did with the headphone stuff, but
2: yeah, the audio is fantastic in the game. A lot of the the designs around like experiencing schizophrenia for a person who doesn't have it um, is done in very interesting ways. Um, I've heard that it's a good representation of schizophrenia um, and what people with it go through. Uh, But at a certain point, it just got very, very draining for me mentally which I feel like is accurate to the experience as well. And I feel like you mentioned like the gameplay doesn't hold up, and I, I think I agree with that, but I think for me that's one of the games where experience usurps gameplay because that's what it sets out to convey.
1: 100% agree, <clears throat> but the further you get into that game, the more gameplay they give you. Like, like there are sections of that game where it throws enemies at you, and it's a laughable amount of waves of enemies. Like, to the point where I was like, am I missing something? Is there, like, a puzzle to the?" No, no, it's just 35 waves of enemies, three at a time, that you're just going to have to fight your way through. That is that this part of the game. And it's like... It, and then it does basically that, exactly the same thing at the final section. It... it, it, it yeah. The combat is like shallow right and so like as soon as you start really burdening the player with that I think it does a disservice to the rest of the story which is really intriguing Um, you, yeah the pacing is off maybe that's a good way of putting it like I'm really interested in this story but now I have to fight enemies for an hour and I don't get any more story during that period and I'm checking out
0: so like an Uncharted game yeah
1: not dissimilar to, to certain sections in Uncharted sure
0: No, I mean, like, in terms of, that's not me taking, that's not a hit at Uncharted, but, like, it's very basic in terms of, like, you know what you're doing and you carry on playing because you want that story, right? It's the story, yeah, it's a narrative. You're playing for the experience, you're playing for the story, you're not playing because, uh, in my opinion, you're not playing Uncharted from start to finish because the gameplay loop is so absolutely fantastically... Uh, mind changing no mm. you just planned it because you know you want to know how Nathan Drake finishes you know his story
1: exactly <laughs> like... exactly and I think, I think they set up um, potentially how do we get into it without those spoilers right I think I think what the second game is going to go for is a slightly more understandable linear story I think based on reading between the lines of what they've shown and how the first game ends okay maybe okay
2: I feel like you're gonna be disappointed in that, Matt.
1: I might be. I might be. But even even the fact that they've shown you throwing a spear in the trailer for the second one is like, oh, there's different, there's some very new stuff. Exactly. Yeah, 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 exactly. I, exactly.
2: On the gameplay front, I do absolutely agree with you. From um, I think I played through most of the game, if I'm not mistaken. Um, most of the Fan combat value? was hundred yeah, percent does. <laughs> uh, most of the combat was a little on the drier side. I, I do absolutely agree with that sentiment.
1: Yeah. It's it's debate. It I was, was just gonna say, I, I reckon eight, nine hours uh yeah, eight, nine, ten hours, something like somewhere in that region. Um Not bad. probably between eight and nine. Yeah. Um but if it was six, it would have been such a better game. And you could have just yeah, taken six. out a lot of combat or, sections and it would have been six. Yeah.
2: <laughs> or nine hours with uh, better combat, right? It would have been a much better experience as well.
1: Sure, I don't I guess I don't really know what you could have done with the combat to make it more engaging for me. Um like, like, it, like, I think it, it shows its own hand. Like, it basically only gives you three enemies at a time. Um, because any more than that, it, the combat falls apart. Like, there's a cool enough combo system in there. You can do interesting enough things. But as soon as you put more than three enemies on the field, they're just constant. There's a swipe coming from somewhere all the time. So you end up just rolling away, going in for one hit, rolling away, and the combo, the combo system dies. Um, oh, it's
0: Dark Souls.
1: It's definitely not Dark Souls. (laughs) my bad, my bad. There is an interesting element that it introduces that I don't feel like it does enough with, where at the beginning of the game, it tells you if you die, um, this like black plague works its way up your arm. And if that takes over your body, it's it's game over, restart. Um, I never got to that point. I didn't die a whole lot, but I never felt, like that was significant in any way, or ever talked about ever again.
2: I don't feel like I remember people complaining about that at
1: all with the game.
2: No, and I agree. It could just be that it's so far removed. Yeah, um, that maybe. I don't remember, you, but I don't think people complained
1: about it. Maybe you have to really, really suck for it to like kick in in any significant way.
0: Challenge accepted. Challenge accepted.
2: I'm going for that ending. Once I get that, I've beaten the game and got an
1: ending.
0: Yeah. I mean, if there's credits that roll, I'm just saying. I'm just saying.
1: Uh, Anything else you can plan up? Uh, I have indeed. Me and Crash streamed Naraka Blade Point uh, on Monday, which is a 60 person martial arts battle royale, I believe is how they describe it. Um, And we we had a a really good time. Yeah. Uh, It was. Uh,
0: Okay. Did you have a really good time because the game was good, or did you have a good time because you were playing together?
2: Half and half. It was
0: both. Okay.
2: Fix, so, fix went into that expecting one answer. He set us up to bash on this game, and I will I not watched, stand. I watched
3: for some
0: it. of the gameplay, and I was just like, oof, no. Nothing. Can,
2: can we talk about something? Okay. Why are you judging a game that is out and playable based off what you see?
0: No, I'm just saying, I there's a difference between bitching on the internet about how a game sucks, blah 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 blah, and then being like, "Oh, yeah, but I never played it," and then say watching something and going, yeah that's not for me."
2: It's not what you just did.
0: What did I just do then?
2: You said you were
1: judging the game based off what you saw.
0: I'm, I was judging your thoughts on the game. I'm like, okay, so how's the game, Matt?
1: Um, the game is interesting. I don't oh, think there's okay. a lot of How? depth there. Okay, I like, yeah. like I say, I think, I think it's like a fun party game to jump into with my mates. I don't think I would like. I'm, I'm not enticed to like become good at that game.
2: Okay, uh, <laughs> but there's not a lot of depth to it.
1: Oh, well, uh, if you mean in the sense of customization and progression... No, 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 that's not what I'm talking about. That's not what I'm talking about. There's too much depth. Because
2: I'm pretty sure people are doing combos on us that we didn't even know how to do. And there's animation (laughs) cancelling, and there's a whole bunch of other stuff to the game. There's layers to the game to say that the game lacks depth. Depth, I think, is unfair to the game. To say that you don't care for the depth, I think, is absolutely fair. Okay. Like, Cause cause me and, you, on this game me and you, you 100% were running around just button mashing. <laughs> like, absolutely, we we're, th- were teaming up on a person where actually learning the mechanics didn't matter to us because we were double-teaming most of the people we fought.
1: Yeah, I think, I think as, as the unique happen, thing happened to us where we played our first few games and won our first what uh, run of four or five games. Four or five games, yeah. Um, and then we we like came out of Hot. that... Matt mm. into,
2: into um
1: ranked we, we went, went into, into ranked, ranked play and, <laughs> and got whole wrecked. Chain. <laughs> to be fair yeah. though, we weren't getting that badly wrecked. Like like what it felt like is I would say more than half the times we got into a fight with another duo, we could win. More than half of yeah. those times. The the area we were struggling was when we get into big battles with multiple teams and we get a little bit overwhelmed and we split up and we're no longer working as a team and we're fucked. Um and so it's, part of that is a strategy, right? Part of yeah. that is, and also, we're streaming. So we're not going to sit back and watch a fight take place. Like, we're going to get right, involved right, right. in the fight, do you know what I mean? So, so like, as far as like, skill ceiling, yes, people were pulling combos on us that we didn't know how to do, and people had very cool-looking skins, so they've clearly put some at least money, if not time, into the game. Um, but but uh, half of it, I feel like we could have played way better if we just played carefully instead of me launching a cannon at people while you did all the fighting
2: that's very true Ah, uh, <laughs> fix you should have seen it matt fix. was just shooting the cannon from across the map i'm in the middle i get eight kills in one fight <laughs> that's just
3: busy shooting, <laughs>
1: shooting the cannon fix you can ride a train that has a cannon yeah. on it yeah. i respect it i respect yeah, it yeah
2: yeah yeah uh, i thought it, i thought it was fun i think it's legitimately a fun game I was thinking, uh, me and Matt were talking about it, and I was thinking about jumping in yesterday, but I had stuff to do in Destiny, and then I had the option to either play, uh, play some Smite or play um, some uh, DNF Duel, which is not on Xbox, so I'm not really going to talk about it. That came out yesterday, so I had the option to play that as well, and so I had to juggle the games I chose to play yesterday a little bit. But I, I think I see myself jumping back at that game a little bit just to get more of an understanding of how it plays and whether I'd want to put more time into it.
1: Enough, fair enough. Fair um, enough. One thing I will say about it, it has far too many menus and battle pass systems and challenge systems. And like, it's what between games you could spend 20 minutes just clicking on things that you've done and then opening loot boxes and then like finding another menu somewhere that has a load more challenges in it that you've done and loot boxes to reward. It's mad. If it's
2: mad. anybody's played like a Chinese mobile game yeah uh that is what the experience is there's a whole lot of yeah. like weekly rewards you can go and collect and you do stuff and battle they had a battle pass but on top of that they had other systems that felt like battle pass um completionist systems except it wasn't a tie to battle pass at all that you had to go into other menus to do it. and that's very for the norm for what you see in more so mobile games than like something that would be a pc in a console game but it is there, um, so if you've played those games, you'd know what that experience is like.
1: Having said all of that, I will jump, definitely jump back in for the campaign that they're launching. Okay, so the gameplay was strong enough that you'd want
0: to play a campaign with it?
1: I don't know if I'd want to play the whole campaign, but I'd certainly okay. try it. <laughs> gotcha.
0: Okay. Just
2: keeps giving the game backhanded compliments. I I don't like this. Yeah, it's not, it's
0: not, it's not a strong recommendation for. To be that. fair, lie.
2: I, I feel what Matt's saying about the campaign solely because the beginning tutorial mode, and I'd hope the campaign is deeper than the tutorial mode. The tutorial mode has you sure. going up against AI enemies, and it's not the best experience. So I, I feel him on that.
1: Fair enough. Last game, Matt, we've been playing. Fall guys. I almost recommended to my friends that they download Naraka Blade Point and then one of them was like, but four guys. And I was like, yeah, let's just jump into four guys instead. Four guys is great, isn't it? It's so good. Yep. Yep.
2: Nothing
0: more hey, to
1: be said. Not a big fan, Chris? Chris, not a big fan.
2: I don't dislike it. Oh. I I don't like it. I I don't dislike it. I like it, I guess. It's fine. <laughs> I wouldn't say no to playing if somebody asked me.
1: That was almost the exact response I gave when we were talking about Naraka Blade Point. <laughs> I like it. I don't like it. I like it. I kind of like it. Maybe I like it. Right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. we ain't really going to say too much about
0: Fall Guys. We all know what that is. Yeah. Uh, Crash, what have you been
2: playing? Uh, Playboy. Yeah, I know that. That's, that's about that everything it? I've played. Yeah, there's nothing. I went on to they released demos for everything they had at uh, Idea Xbox Yeah, and I went through and I was looking at it for something to like play and talk about on the podcast and I was just like I don't really care about any of the games that are shown here right now and like for me to force myself to play something on the on this list just to talk about it on the podcast i feel like one would be disingenuous and two there's a good chance i would come back here and bash a game that i wasn't really feeling like playing and i don't feel like that's fair to the game as well
0: yep i hear you i hear you well like i said i've been playing uh i played uh finally roller champions for the first time ever yesterday. Um, so played it for about three hours. Again, take everything I say with a pinch of salt. I really had a good time with it. I am. I was super. I remember playing the previews at. Uh, oh, XO 19. Remember when I went to the big EXO 19. Yeah, yeah. 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 Um, And I remember playing it there and being like, no, this is, this isn't a bit of me at all. And, not that I feel like the games come like a crazy far place, but I just understood what I was doing more this time. Um, Mm -hmm. Compared to when I show floor where you've got no one behind you being like, this is how this game Mm -hmm. works. Um, It's really good. It's one of those games. It's very knockout city um, cross with uh, what's that rocket Uh, rocket arena. Like though that sort of art style. Um, And if you're into sports games, like and you want something that's easy to pick up and play give it a go it's free to play um it's a lot of fun i feel like with free people you could you could get lost in that game very easily um very team-based heavy game mm-hmm. and playing it with randos wasn't the easiest experience sure but it didn't take away from my fun at all um and yeah, I was I was very surprised. I was very, 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 very surprised in how much I enjoyed it.
2: How much of that fun do you think was attributed to you finally streaming something that isn't GTA RP?
0: No, I don't think it's anything to do with that. Like, okay, if, okay. if
3: the...
0: I still think if the game was bad, you'd be able to tell that I'm not having fun with it. Like... It. Yeah, no, I, I... It was... No, but it... Yes, it was nice to play something other than GTA roleplay. But n- not only that, it was just nice to play a sports game that isn't a sport that I, which is a made up sport. I, you know, it's not yeah. real. Um, but it was just fun. Like I was, I was, I played 10, I played 10 uh, custom matches where I had very similar to you guys, smashing people. I think I lost one match out of 10. And then I went into rank mode and we had this one game so there's this whole system where like you keep the ball and you keep going around and the more you go around and around it's like you can you can sort of power up how many points you'll get when you score so you've got this whole risk reward system sort of thing where whether you want to go for one point three points or five points it's the first of five points right so the game could be over in one possession in terms of like going around and around or or it could last a lot longer and we have this one game where we're 2-0 down with I think we had a minute to go. We've got the ball. We've lost the ball. We've got the ball. We've lost the ball. We get the ball. I've body blocked somebody. My teammate's gone around. They've charged it up for free with two seconds on the clock. He shoots. I body blocked someone. He scores. We win the match. In ranked as well. And it's just that, that moment of like, ah! and it's like, it has this cool system as well where like if the game's is one all they do like a last possession wins or I'm pretty sure if you have possession of the ball and the timer goes out, it lets you play out that final possession. Right. Which Makes is sense. really cool because it gives you It gives you that sense of, okay, what am I gonna do here? Do we go for a draw? Do we go for the win? Do we try and like it, it it there's a few On the surface it doesn't seem like it's a very deep game and it feels very simplistic, but going into ranked and seeing what some people were doing, like riding the wall, throwing the ball up in the air, then jumping to go get it, and like seeing how Good players are actually having fun with this game. Is like, oh, this is really cool. Yeah, yeah I, I had a really good time with it. I, 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 I came home and installed it on my PC at home, Ooh. and I was like, yeah, I can definitely see me wanting to play more of this. So yeah, it's a good sign. Very, yeah. very good sign. That free to play. That's, I think that's the thing as well. Where it's like, the fact that this game went free to play, which it needed to, like, makes perfect sense. Where it's like, okay. No barrier to entry. Just go in, try it, see if you enjoy it. Perfect, there you go.
2: Yeah, we've seen a lot of games of like this vein come out and just be like, here's a $20 tag, a $40 tag, and then it's just the barrier to entry just absolutely kills these games. So it's really dope to see um, a game like this that seems to be fun, people are enjoying it, but I remember, um, what's the dodgeball game? People enjoyed that when that came Knockout out City. as well. But Knockout City had a price tag attached to it yeah. when it dropped. So seeing this game come out and be like, buried entries free everybody can play and download and really build that main player base instead of doing something that other games in this type of game have done but also i remember what was the br mode that was like a br game that was like 15 people that they charged people 20 bucks for the game and then like two weeks later they made it free free to play You're scavenger of, or something
0: yeah, like that uh damn it what was it called the head it was like streamer
2: be- yeah it was like yeah, streamer benefited or whatever i forget what it's what called.
0: called damn it yeah um
2: um but that game it,
0: something arena it, i think it was i can't but i can't remember
2: yeah that game absolutely like messed over its hardcore fan base that put money into the game to play it and they were yep. like oh we're gonna make it free to play not even like six months later it was literally like Two a to month. three weeks later, yeah. I feel like yeah. it was a month, and it was like
0: yeah. I remember I got sent the code, and was like, "Oh, cool! I can get to play this now." Blah blah blah. blah. Darwin no. Project. Darwin yeah. Project. That is exactly what yeah, it was yeah,
2: called. Yeah. yeah, and I remember just after that, like, no matter how much I enjoyed the game, I was like, "I'm never playing this game again" because that is one of the I feel like one of the scummiest things you can do for a game like that. So it's really dope to see this game come out and just be afraid to play it out the
0: game. Yeah, it's that thing where they do the whole oh, don't worry, we're going to give you guys in-app for rewards and skins and blah, it's like, no. Yeah,
2: It's like, if it was a year later, I understand you paid money for like a year's access or something like yeah. that, but it really wasn't enough time to warrant having people no. pay early.
0: They knew, yeah. they knew that game needed to be free to play. Oh, you got up against Fortnite, like...
2: Yeah, man. it was Fortnite, it's all, it also wasn't Fortnite today, it was no. Fortnite at its height, when yeah. everybody, all anybody talked about was before... Call of Duty Warzone, if I'm not mistaken. It yep. was like back when Call of Duty had the other BR mode.
0: Yeah, um, the, f- the black, uh, black, 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 blackout, blackout, black. Blackout, blackout, black out, blackout, black out. Black out, yeah.
2: Yeah, and PUBG was relevant. Um
0: PUBG still relevant in the right markets.
2: <laughs> you said a keyword. Yeah, in the right yeah. markets. You're not it's wrong. You're not wrong in the, in the right, right markets. Market. It is, it is in the still, right markets. You're absolutely correct. Still relevant.
0: Still relevant. But yeah, um, good game. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. Let's jump into this week's dashboard, if everyone's done with what they've been playing. Uh, first up, hey, Sorry. Hayness? hyenas, hyenas. thank you. Is a P- PvPVE shooter uh, from the developers of Alien Isolation. Uh, this one was taken from Windows Central. What you need to know is uh, hyenas is a newly announced multiplayer shooter from Creative Assembly. With the team having previously worked on Alien Isolation and Halo Wars 2. It's set in a future where billionaires wreck Earth and colonize Mars. Players are, are space pirates who steal from said billionaires, hijacking ships and making off with cargo. Hyenas is a PvPVE with three teams of five players facing off against each other and AI opponents. Uh, The game's coming to Xbox, PlayStation, PC, consoles. Uh, Though the game doesn't currently have a release window. One for you guys? Does it look interesting enough for you
2: to try it out? Sure. I would be down to try this game. It sounds like an interesting concept. Creative
0: Assembly branching out is always... uh, Creative Assembly make fantastic strategy games. We all know that. So them trying other things I'm not opposed to. Um... Yeah, I mean, we know how good they can do with like Total Warhammer and stuff like that. So, um, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm not against them trying this. I see the concept art thing here. Um, again, space, not my sort of thing. Um, but might be worth a while. Might be worth a while.
1: What? Do you have yeah. for examples? I'm struggling to think of one right now of a PvPve shooter that yes, you've enjoyed, or game. Oh, right. no, 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 I thought you were going
2: to say oh, the games that have existed like no. this, that well, well, I've enjoyed? No. Just never give played, me one
1: that you've played. Uh, uh, Hunt Showdown. There was Hunt Showdown. I
2: never played Hunt Showdown. There was one that was in beta for a while. I think it's on PC only, and it got cancelled. The Xbox version, the console version got cancelled or something like that.
1: I forget what it's called. Um, I just
2: was it a fe- great experience? No.
1: Scavengers. Scavangers. That's what it was. Um, I also just thought Division Dark Zone was PvPvE.
0: Yes, the Dark Zone was. Oh, uh,
2: Dark Zone was fun, though. Uh, the Dark Zone And the yeah, beta was fun.
0: <laughs> no, the Dark Zone is. I thought the Dark Zone was actually a, a really good idea. Like yes.
2: a really good
0: idea, yeah. but it was never balanced properly. The problem with that but, game, the problem with that game, I've always found with the PvPvE aspect was the builds. Like, as soon as yeah. you found what the build was, everyone ran that build, so it was mm. like a certain class with a shotgun. And it was like, you're taking people out in two shots, and it just becomes... I feel like if the vision was stripped, I know it's hard to do, but it's like, you almost want to go in the dark zone with no skills and, like, be yeah. able to just play, well, and then when you come out you can use those stuff that you get oh, from that yeah. mode. Do you know what well, I mean? Like it's not To they, me, it never felt skill-based, ever.
2: Yeah, they did something like that at some point where it was like roguelite and something like that i never played that but yeah it's one of those cases with where a lot of games like that and i've I've been playing destiny again um, which i've mentioned before um and it's one of the things when i jump into pvp and destiny it's never a great experience and i don't think it's ever been a great experience for me because how do you balance pvp in a game where you're supposed to feel powerful in the pve unless you ruin the pve sandbox Mm -hmm. so it's a really difficult thing to balance and i understand the struggle with um division and i agree i think a mode where like you go in bare bones and you're going in against people and you're trying to where it essentially becomes a battle royale with uh ai enemies that you can loot off of and stuff like that um that would be the best way to do something like that
0: early dark zone was scary
2: it was oh, so yeah. good. It just was people didn't know what they were doing. It was, it was so, the best time. It's to like play every that.
0: anything. As soon as you do that those games when you don't know what you're doing are so fun, yeah. and as soon as you as soon as it
2: clicks and you know what you're doing, it becomes just so. Either you enjoy tryharding fun. and it's a fantastic experience for you because you're tryharding twenty four seven, or you're like all the casual aspect of it, the surprise, like, I know what's going to happen. I know what I need to do to win. And if I don't do that and I play against someone who's tryharding, I'm going to lose. It ruins, it zaps a lot of the fun in that. And I think some of that's, I think some of that exists in BR, but the random factor in BR sort of mitigates some of that where you don't guarantee what you're going to get. Whereas with Division, obviously that just didn't exist there. Uh,
1: It's also worth mentioning, Daisy, right, was like one of the, Back. On, the,
0: on the comeback do you see is it there's a new uh, yeah there's a new server uh, been made up by a popular streamer Hutch um, and yeah. like everyone's jumping in it and I'm like when can I become popular streamer and get invited to popular streamer
1: <laughs> what is, what's you the know? music scene like in Daisy? <laughs> it's not
3: yeah, a
0: roleplay
1: server, question. dude That's a good question I <laughs> <laughs> just gotta go in like, yo, I can make you some rapture. Rap I can make you
3: some rap around that. You, no, you say it's I'm not
1: a roleplay server but there was like a, a group of people who roleplayed as medics in DayZ when it was like at the height of its popularity and they yeah. were I'm work. sure, that, yeah that's, I, know, I, I understand what you're that's
2: saying That's different, that's very very different because people do that in um, uh, people do that <laughs> in Rust and things like that all the time
0: I'll be honest with you. It's the most fun I've ever had in video games.
2: What? Day-Z? Role playing. A role oh, no, yeah, yeah.
0: Like, no, no, no. Let me, what I'm trying to say to you is like, not role playing GTA role play, just role playing in video games. For mm. some reason, like, I, I feel like any game that I play now, I am like, very conscious of like, okay, put it this way. We did the, did the GTV stream, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, i was falling on the floor and i kept grunting and i noticed i was grunting like Ugh. and i'm like you're not role playing right now you don't need to grunt because you've been knocked on the floor and it's like like you said like rust i know being i know chris you have a love hate relationship with that game you play it for me sort of thing but yeah. could you imagine like if you was on a role play server for us i think it would be hilarious the amount yeah. of stuff that you could do would be so funny It'd be so stressful, but it could be so funny.
2: You're not wrong, but I'm just going to disagree and deny everything you're saying because it makes me happy.
1: No, no, you're absolutely not wrong. You're not wrong. I understand everything you're saying about RP. Question is, when are we going to play D&D? One
2: fix has time.
0: I barely have time to get this podcast up on time and then I DD. D&D. And that's like a three-hour, if not three to five-hour thing.
1: Yeah. I, you would fall in love with it instantly. Oh, I love d and I D&D. Know you would. I love d and I, I already played d I, I, I didn't realize yeah, you Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Oh, I've played before. Yeah, yeah. I love D&D. Like it's, if I could just be a millionaire and like not have to work, yeah, my life would just be role-playing in GTA, role-playing and then role-playing in in...
2: <laughs> if you guys Dun- want to see my Xbox and me team do D and D, write in and bombard fix with messages.
1: I'm sure we can find like a Resident Evil D and D. There is shot. a Resident there Evil. Is, one. There is. There is. There uh, is.
0: If we could do a one shot, I think it would be brilliant. I've spoken to I've spoken to someone about this before though, about like a. It, I didn't necessarily. It wasn't necessarily Resident Evil, but like a Resident Evil light, like mansion type.
2: Um, there is um, roleplay,
0: but you need a good dungeon master. That's the thing. You need a good
2: one. yeah. That's the the difficult part. I feel. I think
0: the thing is, I'd want to make it content, and I'd want to pay people. So we'd have to set like a a Patreon goal or mm. do a donation stream where we try and raise money for it or something. Because I'd I'd be down to do it if it's something that people would actually want to listen to or watch. I'd be totally down to do
1: it. Yeah. the The only problem with the Resident Evil angle is finding somebody who n- like knows as much Resident Evil as you do. No, because like, I'd be ro- I, no, because I'd be
0: role playing a character, so it wouldn't matter. Uh,
1: yeah, but but like, it's like you don't, you'd want it to tie into the world in like a way that felt special to you as a player. Nah. And, and I I don't know, like because I would I would be up for DMing if we did something, but not Resident Evil, just so I don't know enough about it to. No, make I that. would
0: want you to play. I wouldn't want you to well. DM. I'd want I'd want yeah. Yeah. Anyway, moving on. Okay. Uh, Blizzard acquired Spellbreak Studios, uh, to bolster its World of Warcraft, uh, game. So, uh, Blizzard Entertainment have acquired Spellband, uh, makers of how? I Maker?
2: Have- it's proletariat. Thank you. It's the studio uh,
0: to beef up the staff on its massively multiplayer online role-playing game, World of Warcraft. <laughs> Under the deal, a uh, Boston-based. Uh, will be part of Blizzard and its team uh, of a hundred people will begin working on World of Warcraft, including the Dragonflight expansion coming later this year. Spellbreak, a battle royale game where Wizards and Witches cast spells at each other, will be sunset. So there you have it. Xbox got a new studio.
2: Yeah, uh, in a roundabout way. <laughs> it's the only reason I included the studio. It's like World of Warcraft, not really relevant to the podcast, but It is going to be under the Activision umbrella. World of Warcraft
0: subscription goes into Game Pass.
2: That would be huge. I do not
3: think it'll happen. Yeah, but you never know. You want to know why I don't think it'll happen? Crash? Yeah?
0: 2022. So 29 for the SIP 2022. If I told you three years ago Xbox would own Bethesda and Activision... (laughs) Would you? you, (laughs) I'm gonna tell you. I'm gonna tell you. I'm gonna tell you why it's not
2: gonna happen. Okay. Because World of Warcraft subscription per month is fifteen dollars.
0: Yeah. So you can't be paying
3: fifteen. Stranger things happen, man. Stranger things happen. Bro, I could
2: 100% see in-game looping being added to it. I could see you getting like a month off. I could see you getting discounted prices. I could see a lot of stuff happening. I did, can't see a Game Pass subscription giving you wow month to month. I hope I'm wrong on that. I think that'd be very very. See, dope.
0: I could,
2: but that's because I can you don't see
0: them. No, uh, no, no, no. Because okay. no, because I don't think there's. A, I don't think there's enough people that would think oh let me switch my subscription from Mm. wow to game pass and i think that's what they're banking on still gotta buy the expansions like i could see it bro i could see it
2: but if people switch over wow makes so much money off of subscriptions like it makes a ridiculous amount of money off subscriptions of people who don't even play the game if some of those people are like i could just switch to game pass and get stuff i'm guaranteed to play but don't have to pay for which I guess would benefit them, but Game Pass is what ten a month right now? 15 Eleven, for
0: fifteen for older. fifteen
2: for Ultimate. So it's the same price.
0: That's what I'm I saying. guess.
2: I guess maybe. Maybe That's I, I saw. I don't. think I see it, but maybe
0: I see maybe. it. I see maybe. it. Look,
2: I, I, see I, I hope you're right, folks. I hope you're right. With this one. Anyway, Blizzard
0: got new studio. Xbox yeah, got new yeah, the studio. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they're getting bought in. But yeah,
1: <laughs> Matt, do you see it? Um. Uh, yeah, I could see it going either way, to be honest with you. I, th- I think uh, what you said about getting like f- a free set mod- on the event. <laughs> like big event I, I free just want
2: to say, Matt, last, well, last time we had a conversation about World of Warcraft for a while ago, Matt completely undervalued World of Warcraft. <laughs> <laughs> he does this all the time. It's a, right, right. a great point. It's a great point.
1: I mean, does anybody even pay for their wife's subscription? I don't think anybody's playing that game anymore, so. Um... Who gives no, a
2: shit. nobody plays. Nah. <laughs> who gives a shit? That game died, yeah,
0: That yeah, game died 100%. years ago.
1: Hundred
2: percent. If you ask the people who pay for the subscription, is wow, dad? They'd be like, yeah, this game
3: sucks right now. <laughs> yeah. Why do you
2: keep playing the subscription? Because I can still play the game, man. What do you
0: expect me to do? It. I can't talk, bro. I'm paying a hundred dollars a month to play roleplay, and the train right now is not as packed, so I could probably lower my ticket. And yet, just because of the convenience of it, I'm like, fuck no. You've got no <laughs> chance.
3: Yeah. Same
0: breath, is a business expense. But yeah, it's still like, no. Uh, next up, Skull & Bones appears to be arriving in November. Ubisoft open world pirate game Skull & Bones will reportedly release on November 8th after eight years of troubled development. As reported by Eurogamer, industry insider, a... Lammy? Lummy, Lummy, um, who knows? Yeah, uh, shared on Twitter uh, that a release date has been found amid a apparent Xbox Store entry, also listing a DLC pack for the game. These include a pre-order bonus um, legacy mission and Ashen Chorus mission, the Smuggler's Pass token, digital soundtrack, and art book and premier premium. Sorry, bonus pack. In this uh, article, does it say when? Because I haven't got the link. Let me have a look. Uh, it says coming November. Um, yeah, we didn't know no exactly. Yeah, so it, right on Twitter, we're looking at 22nd of the 11th, 08. Is what is being said on Twitter. Uh, take everything that you're hearing and reading and listening to right now with a pinch of salt. Um, like I said beforehand, Matt?
1: I can see it. I, I... Because it wasn't the last rumor about this, that it had to come out this financial year, which is technically to March of next year, I believe. And so they said it was definitely coming out within that. And so, yeah, why not make it a November game?
2: Do we think that with it being a November game, they're setting this game up to like, we just got to get this game out. We have no faith in it. Or do you think there's a plan within the November release date? What's coming out in November? I, a bunch of games have been getting announced for October releases
1: mm.
0: so get yeah, before those you're
1: going to gonna, have your, yeah, after you're gonna those. in that season
0: oh, after those, sorry, I meant after my bad yeah, um, okay. Yeah, like let the let the
2: and I mean. Starfield isn't coming out this year anymore so yeah, yeah, I guess there is some open room there possibly isn't um, God of War rumored to be coming out around that time, but that's only on one console so not completely Hogwarts. relevant Hogwarts very different audiences that too that too
0: yeah okay i i could see it i could see it happening um but yeah i don't, I don't know I don't,
3: <sighs>
2: starfield's such a weird thing to like to talk about because they've put so much money you mean into skull and it. bones skull and bones not starfield <laughs> yeah skull and bones because it's been in development for so long that like we don't know what their current goals are and their long term goals are. We've talked about Ubisoft before with uh, Rainbow Six and stuff like that, where they're really good at dropping a game and it being underwhelming at first, and then them working and tinkering on the game and f- helping it find its audience. Yeah, for Honor, for Honor's still like since they just announced content. another expansion or something yep. like that. Still, yeah, so content. so this could absolutely be something that they're like, we might launch it in like not the best time, but we are we have faith in our team over a longer period of time, over a year plus, to yeah. sort of help it find its audience and really get its foot uh, somewhere.
0: I'm happy to see it come out.
2: Good, Could bad, you, or ugly,
0: I'm happy to see it come out.
2: Who do you think uh, is going to win that pizza bet?
0: What's the bet again?
2: The bet is uh, it comes out, Matt is it comes out this year. I think you guys both had it coming out this year. Yeah. yeah. Um, you had it gets an eight or above i believe we might need to look and, I had oh, no, no, no. it it gets an eight it, it gets an eight or above and it is a third person action game it has third person action elements i remember the third person action game bit, but
0: not the eight. relax relax action on game. the element elements not
2: game it's an third person action game no i said elements
0: yeah elements and yes. you said games
1: no elements, elements. okay okay
2: okay okay elements, yeah elements.
1: um yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, I don't remember the eight out of ten bit. If that's if that bit is in the pizza bet, you're you you're very screwed. Um, but I'm excited to see what this game is. I think I think if it is November, I would hope. I mean, maybe they do a big showing at Gamescom. Maybe we see a decent chunk of it at Gamescom. Maybe that's the play. I would have thought we see a decent chunk of it soon oh. if it really is November
2: ubisoft still has stuff to show they have the assassin's creed thing that they're doing and i don't know if that's going to be dedicated to assassin's creed they haven't really talked mm. too much about it um and i missed the anniversary so i don't know what they really mentioned about it uh during that but they have that to show i imagine ubisoft has some stuff that they haven't shown yet the mario Rabbids game is still supposed to come out so they could show more of that so i could see ubisoft putting a show on within the next like couple of months for, hey, this is what we're going to be finishing our year off with, and that popping up there.
1: Mario Rabbids previews came out earlier today, Uh, so like press have got their hands on, or I'm not sure if they were hands-on previews or not, or if they were hands-off previews. Either way, people have seen more of that game. Um, And then, yeah, you're right, Like some of the big uh sort of things that were missing from e3 not e3 uh were ubisoft games right like we didn't see any of avatar uh, the avatar game that ubisoft are doing and, and skull and bones obviously and assassin's creed and and all the rest of it so yeah maybe they do something bigger gamescom i don't know um or maybe they do their own thing and it's not tied into gamescom which would make sense as well um we will see and it will be exciting to see
0: definitely definitely uh, let's jump into the fixer before we get out of it, guys, shall we? Uh, first one comes from Origin Cookie Man, who says, My favourite games in the recent years, the Forgotten C, uh, generally wouldn't present well in the format of like a trailer. Unlike film trailers, where it can be relatively easy to generate hype, do you think that certain game types need to rethink their, pro- uh, their pre- presentation approach? Or perhaps hands-on gameplay is king?
2: Gameplay is king.
0: Sorry. Well, yeah, gameplay is no, king. No, no, yeah, no,
2: no. I'm just, I'm, I'm reiterating the idea that gameplay is king. Yes. I don't think there's oh. anything you can, like, yeah. you can show stuff for games, and I've had stuff, like, live up to the reveal of a game, but I've also had stuff, like, drastically not live up to that. Um, so I think gameplay is the best thing to do, and the best thing would be demos, but even when you look at something like the Forgotten City, I don't think a Forgotten City demo would do good i think that's an issue is that some games it's like you need to experience the whole game for it to really click and games are sort of unique in that aspect i kind of want to say i i don't read enough books to tell if you could like get enough out of a book from like a use like a little little summary of it right i
0: bet people who are hardcore into reading can
2: right that, that's what i'm saying like i don't yeah, really yeah, like, yeah. really tell if that's something that can happen but with games i feel like a summary for a game is just so vague especially when a game has a unique feel even if it's like here's an action adventure platforming game depending on who makes it and the mechanics in it it could feel drastically different three games with the exact same taglines could play drastically different from each other where trailers and taglines and stuff like that might not sell it and it's gameplay for some games it's just sort of you have to experience the whole thing unfortunately
1: Yeah, I think it's super difficult. I think, I think you know, a movie trailer is more uh, kind of directly comparable to the movie in the sense that it's this, like, passive, you're watching this experience, whereas watching a trailer for a game is so unlike playing the game, right? Like, and, and it's difficult to get that thing across. I think this comes back to something we talked about after the Bethesda Xbox showcase, um, where we were talking about uh, Pentiment, which is that Obsidian uh, game that looks like it's been ripped out of a Bible, Um and I was sort of saying, you know, one of my all-time favorite games is Valiant Hearts, and I don't think I ever could have seen any trailer or gameplay demo for Valiant Hearts that would have got me excited for Valiant Hearts. And uh, and that's kind of the way I'm looking at Pentiment, and I'm, I'm trying to... Well, I am getting excited for Pentiment. The way that other people are talking about it is getting me excited for it. And so, um, yeah, it's super difficult. It's super difficult. That's why you see these, like, longer gameplay demo showcases and stuff like that, right? Because you want... It's so difficult to get... The idea of what this game is going to feel like to play into people's minds
0: there's also that, that scary thing as well though, right of like you let somebody play something and they don't like it, you didn't get their money. Game yeah. Pass changes that a lot. Yeah. yeah but there is that thing where even like these demos, right the, the reason these demos come out from idea Xbox is to convince you. It's, it's also a very niche audience as well number one and number two is to convince you to go to find something that you go i have to buy this mm. but the amount of people that are going to play i think they put out like 40 demos or something silly like that right
2: 32 i think
0: there you go um of those 32 they're hoping you find one
2: yeah because you're going to
0: go through so many and go nope 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 nope, nope. like i said like
2: I went and looked at them. I looked at them face value. I looked at some trailers. I looked at a little bit of whatever, and none of those games really spoke to me. There's 100% a chance that if I had played, if I went through and played through all those games, one of the, I would have liked one of those games. But it, it's like, it's a gameplay experience. I have to actually play the game. I think, honestly, the best way to advertise for a game is the game to be good and word of mouth. It's people yes, just talking that's exactly about it. Exactly what game. I was going to say. It, I think...
1: It, it, so
2: go I think like if you look at Elden Ring, like what really got people hyped into playing Elden Ring that aren't usually used to that game is seeing everybody talk about Elden Ring and positively about it. And the same thing with Breath of the Wild way back when and Witcher and God of War and all these big games that come out and are super successful. It's people talking about the game that really get people who aren't into those genres playing it.
0: You hit the nail on the head there with God of War. Mm. I remember when I—I I was never a God of War guy. I've never have been, but just the sheer amount of this is one of the best games ever made. Conversation, I'm like God of War, the guy that shouts, <laughs> like hey, sure? man. Him? the <laughs> the the Red Eye, that that guy, <laughs> best game ever. Yeah. All right, let me see, and then you go see for yourself. You're like, wow. Yeah, this might be one of the best games ever made. Like, Jesus. I
1: think, I think. though, coming back to the sort of original question, I think God of War is a game, for me, that did show off well. Like, I remember them doing that kind of opening section gameplay uh, live on stage, and, and I think that got me excited for that game. Whereas something like Stardew Valley or Hades, the, these are the yeah. sorts of games that I don't think would show well in a trailer, but like I you said, I crap, disagree with you on I, Stardew.
2: I disagree with Hades. I think Hades okay, shows then. very well in trailers. It's the action packed.
0: Did, the reason I disagree with Stardew as well is like it speaks to that audience so yeah. clearly. It's Even, like you see you see what it is, you know yeah. what it is and if you like that type of game, you're 100% buying it. Simple as, yeah. as
1: well. I think the the reason that I mentioned Stardew is there are so many Stardews. Like there are so many games that look like that and you could show somebody and go it's the it's the farming game, but Stardew is so much better than a lot of them, um, and so uh, like yeah, but it's cutting through that noise, right? Exactly, but then that's word of mouth, isn't it? That's that's people going, yeah. oh no, this
2: one is worth yeah, paying yeah, attention yeah, true, to. True, but true, true. But even it's uh, to your point about God of War. Even God of War, there are people who saw God of War and saw the gameplay and were like, this game doesn't look good. There were God of War fans who were like, this doesn't look like God of War yes so again it's the word of mouth afterwards what that good. really helps sell those sure yeah so I, like I, I agree with you i do think for me as well when i saw god of war i think god of war showed good i think um usually when you see a gears of war gears of war shows good yes oh gears of war
0: shows amazingly yeah always. yeah
2: but it's always like to get it to that next level i think one of the issues with gears of war and like attaining like super mass popularity is that word of mouth doesn't last long for gears of war no. It's the day it comes out. The campaign's super super fun, oh, and awesome. then with Gears Five, the the servers were like messed up in the first week. Yeah, and it's sort of like there needs to be a lot like the word of mouth needs to last longer than the launch period of the like week launch is, and it needs to be overwhelmingly positive, and it can't have this sort of like muddied
3: like muddied perception to it. It like Halo. You ain't talking about Halo no more. Don't care what anybody
0: says. We ain't talking about Halo.
2: People are talking about Halo.
0: It, only in yeah. a negative right? oh, no, way. They're waiting for content. Yeah, exactly. yeah. but
2: yeah. Halo is a really weird thing where the fan base also ruins Halo because there's a very, very big Bro, Halo fan base. That's... Oh, absolutely. I, I think. I think uh, I was talking with a friend about this recently actually where Gears and Halo go very very hand in hand with their fan base and how toxic their fan base is to actually the growth of that game mm-hmm. where like any change is perceived as a threat to what the game was as opposed to an attempt to become more successful and it's sort of this really backward view of it That's part of that problem with Gears Why is it open yeah. world?
0: Why have like we got open world yeah. Why do we have this? Why has it changed? What da I I am a part of that problem 100%. 100%.
2: You were as toxic as a lot of the people
0: are. Oh, I'm not toxic, because, but I just saying. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. I do no. have that I did have that knee jerk
2: reaction of Yeah. Didn't need Which this? I think th- I think having stuff like having an opinion on something like that is fine. But the problem with Halo and Gears of War, and we're a little bit off on a tangent here, but Yeah, but um, that's what we do. Yeah. The problem with those games is that people start playing halo infinite and it did happen people were playing halo infinite who didn't and the same thing i'm sure happens with gears of war to a smaller degree i'd assume but it still happens then the fan bases run those people off by telling them the thing you like about this game is absolutely horrible and if you ever go onto the reddit for either of these games it is an absolute cesspool it is horrible Ah, the twitter is horrible like all these fears for this thing it's Facebook though Yeah it's Facebook no, though No because if you go onto like the Final Fantasy 14 Reddit I'm sure That's a great place If you go onto The Final Fantasy 14 Twitter I'm sure That's a great place That is a great community To be a part of Where they don't Throw They don't scare away People trying to get Into these franchises
0: That's true about Final Fantasy I'm not gonna lie yeah. it's, so it's so annoying How nice they were To me when I joined I was just like They were
2: like Dude the, ni- oh, the why? nicest people Why are you here
0: Leave <laughs> yeah. me alone Stop trying to help me So much Stop yeah, being nice yeah, absolutely <laughs> Stop telling me had to get around this confusing ass map that I don't understand.
2: But. Yeah, so it's like a community can do a lot, but but community goes back to the thing we were talking about. Word of mouth. Part, community is a part of that word of mouth category. And if you have... And it's... This is where community managers, I think, are like sort of undervalued in the gaming industry. Super, super big. Is that they They're help curate.
0: No way. Community managers? No.
2: You're saying they're not undervalued by gaming companies.
0: No, I'm taking the piss. I'm saying they're oh, extremely okay,
2: okay, okay. yeah, they're
0: extremely underrated. They help
2: they help curate the community you have for the game. Like that is such a a thing that's so I can understand why companies overlook that, but that is how you build a core fan base through mm-hmm. community. And people who the main people at the forefront and of that are community manager. Yeah, you
0: need someone to be able to explain things in layman terms mm-hmm. as well. Of like, yeah. this is why this is happening. This is why this is happening. Come and watch the community stream. Come and do a and a with me on Reddit. Come and do... Yes, I know you're 100% right. 100% right. Keeping an open, honest dialogue is so important. Which is what I feel like we've never gotten with... Hey, that's something Xbox have struggled with, in my opinion. In a huge way. When it comes to their big franchises. Halo, Gears. Like things go wrong or things are not or not the way certain people want they go silent they don't they don't come out and get in front of it
2: that's not true like when halo like they've done it for halo they've done it for games in the past the problem is that community the same community that scares off people then go and harass the devs like the devs will come out and say something and then all they'll get is people who aren't even responsible for that. The community managers we're talking about, they'll get bombarded with people who are complaining about this thing in the game. Like if they come out and address why there's a lack of content right now, people aren't satisfied with that. They start attacking them because there's a lack of content. So it's like, yeah, what do you do? Do you open yourself up to those type of comments or do you just go silent and just like ignore all of that? Which one's more? The
0: bad, the bad, the bad yeah, it's it's the, too, the right? better
2: to keep mentals and morals for the company better it it is the silent one unfortunately and that's a really unfortunate case but that comes back to like halo is such an old franchise and gears of war they're like seniored into like the modern era of gaming if we really look at it that it's hard to like go back retroactively and adjust those communities to be something different because you'd essentially have to be like well we're going to say goodbye to the whole entire fan base we're going to start over with a completely new community which is impossible you can't do that halo fans are halo fans gears of war fans are gears of war fans They're going to follow wherever these games go, whether it's to complain about the games or fall in love with the games again, right? That there's really no fix to those two particular franchises other than making something that new players and old players will fall in love with at the same time that is impossible. I don't think that will ever be possible for
3: these games. You're not wrong. You're not wrong, Crash. Passionate talk there. I appreciate it. I appreciate it. When Crash
0: talks passionately, we listen. We'll do one more question, because why Can, can I, I, I pick the question? No. no. Oh.
1: Yeah. yeah
0: uh, sure. sure. Okay, I guess we're doing two more questions, because you both want to pick one. Go on, then.
1: I thought Matt? Sarah Squid's question was really good That's this the week. question I was going to pick. Yay. <laughs> so Go on, then, she read says, it. First, we had the KFC dating game. I love you, Colonel Sanders, a finger-looking-good dating simulator, developed by PSYOP. Now PSYOP is developing a Dead by Daylight dating sim called Hooked on You, a Deadlight like Date a dead by daylight dating sim that's a fucking tongue twister. Love is in the air tonight fellas and my question is simple. What Xbox franchise would you like to see a dating da- a dating sim <laughs> spin-off of? Oh my god. It's tongue twister city. Uh it could be anything from Xbox Bethesda, Activision, Blizzard or any other Xbox licensed franchise. What would you like to see get a dating sim and What do you think would be the most fun slash bizarre dating sim option? For Sarah, Overwatch is a pretty easy answer. Who hasn't uh, fantasized about Roadhog's erect, massive, throbbing personality and general kindness? Uh, But also think the Tony Hawk Pro Skater would be a great dating sim. And I will do you one better, Sarah. I think Tony Hawk Pro Skater is a great idea mix it with boyfriend dungeon and have you date boys who turn into skateboards and you skate on those boys. I like it. That is so fantastic. I'm not gonna lie. That is actually like
2: actually when Sarah really Squid knows. said Tony Hawk uh, pro skater, I wasn't feeling it. You just sold me
1: on the idea of it. I'm not gonna lie. Come on now.
0: If I had to pick maybe Crash Bandicoot. Mm. A Crash Bandicoot you know, dating sim could be cool. Maybe Mix guys, Spyro there as well. Can we put them together?
2: So you want you to... Fix is trying to feed the friends, the furries out here. I'm not mad at it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm not mad. Definitely successful. I don't see that game not
1: being successful. I don't know. Um, People who are into dragons, are they furries or are they something different?
2: No, I think there's a different term for them and I don't yeah. want to insult the furries. So I do I think that it. that is... You're yeah. feeding multiple markets there with the Spyro mm-hmm. and Crash. That's crossover. That was, that was my plan
0: all along. That was my plan yeah. all along. I definitely thought um, that.
2: Do you guys remember the dating daddy? I forget what the game was called where it was like- Yeah. They, yeah. Um, I want a version of that, but for Gears of War, where your goal is to date like- a.
0: I thought Gears, <laughs> but we, Marcus already got Phoenix. The pop, we already got the pop games. So I was like, yeah, ah, The pop easy. games didn't
2: hit it. The pop games did not hit the market they needed to. Cause I, I thought exactly, I was like, oh, this would be cool for Gears of War and it'd be a more leisurely experience in Gears of War. But then I was like, they got the pop games. And I was like, chances are most people didn't play the pop games. <laughs>
0: By the way, I love it when game companies do this: use their franchise, to do something super oh, yeah. wacky, and out of the box. I think it's one of the smartest marketing things you yeah. can do.
2: It's not. It's not going to be canon. Like, there's no way it's canon. It's just something that's fun to experience in that universe. I absolutely agree. Um, I also, I agree with Sarah Squid on Roadhog's erect, massive, throbbing personality and general kindness. That's mm-hmm. Absolutely.
1: You know what? Good choice just- words. Turn Boyfriend Dungeon developer into the next Telltale and just give them licenses to make Boyfriend Dungeon in other... Forza. It's the same thing, but you're dating no. cars that turn into guys and back into cars. No. It's like a
0: Transformer at that point. I'm not... I'm not
2: yeah, I'm not. <laughs> I'm not sure. I'd rather see thing. a Transformer
1: dating some at that point.
3: That's not a bad idea. I, it's a fantastic
1: idea. What do okay. you think of X?
0: i'm thinking i'm getting a ton of emails i've got to respond to so let's wrap this up um let's plug 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 and get ourselves out of it. chris what you got to plug this week
2: uh my xbox and me youtube page leave comments Matt's streaming every monday who knows maybe next monday i'll be there with him maybe not maybe fix will be there one of these days maybe we'll play fall guys maybe we'll play a tiny tina's which we're (laughs) talking about forever maybe shredder's revenge there's a lot of games that we could play. Could be the key word, but you won't know unless you follow, hit the bell, and wait on a Monday to see what we're playing that Monday.
1: Well, well, I would add to that: go follow the my Xbox and me Twitter account because I will probably be putting up polls most weeks. Uh, this week, I think it was Origin Cookie Man who suggested Naraka Blade Point, so I was just like, "No need for a poll. I'm doing it." So uh, follow us, tweet at us, tell us what you want us to play, put it in Discord, vote on the polls, do all the things. Let us know. Do you want to move to Twitch? I'm still
0: I'm still some open. Wouldn't mind. I'm still open oh. to moving to Twitch and then putting the VOD of said I'd like, not that I think that's a smart idea, if I'm honest. But just to feed both audiences. But let us know. Let us know. i I I'm just saying, I think you've got more chance of me coming if not Twitch. I was on Twitch. Okay. Just saying. I'm just saying.
3: Okay, okay. Could Decide. even
1: get a raid from the number one music artist in all of money. whatever. was <laughs> what, what's, what's your server? <laughs> green, whatever? Uh,
0: yeah, I'm Green Kai. Yeah, 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 yeah. Were I you, were you uh, did you plug Matt? Did I have a stroke a minute yeah, ago? Yeah, I just said all the Twitter he stuff. Poked. Okay. Yeah, find me everywhere. I am CFAXL. Appreciate you. No energy. Congra- <laughs> congratulate me on my new job. Come and congratulate me, all right? Did one okay no real one? Here's a real one. My birthday's coming up. Twentieth oh. of July. What? I am going to be I am going to be 30. It's my big birthday.
3: Um Are you doing birthday you know? stream? Is it gonna just be <sighs> GTA or RP? Probably. I miss the old fix. <laughs>
1: <laughs> see you're the you're oh, the toxic like, uh... fan of mc fixer that you were talking about you shouldn't be mc fixer fans he was so much better back in the day <laughs> <laughs> um yeah i think i'm gonna do a
0: birthday stream my birthday's on a wednesday um i know there's a bunch That's of plans being of plans being done for the weekend of my birthday correct on the weekend though not my day yeah, I think the day of, I'm going to be streaming. Just got it confirmed by the boss. So, okay. yeah, we'll be doing something. 20th of July, leave your diaries open. I think we'll start. I'll probably do the daytime would be roleplay like normal. And then maybe from when Haley gets home, because she's not going to want to sit with me and roleplay. Um, We could switch into some Jackbox and some Mario Kart and maybe some Mario Party and stuff like that. Mario That'd be
2: Strikers?
0: Mario Strikers and stuff like that. Oh, Hayley's not on not working my birthday. So I don't give two craps. I'm still role playing in the morning. I don't give a crap <laughs> what she says, uh, I'm still role playing in the morning. But yeah, that's the idea. So uh, if you're about 20th of July, come through. I'd appreciate you all. Until next time, though, we will love you, leave you, and see you all later. If this is not out on a Friday this week, I'm in big
3: trouble. Goodbye.